Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, hey. Getting closer, isn't it? The end of the month, it's getting closer. February 28th, we're going to be doing that, uh, that live show with the South Dakota people and the South Dakotians. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's going to be so much fun. Hey, you know how you tell a North Dakotian from a South Dakotian? Oh, my. Are we about to in- insult our guests? Or, or... As a tan. <laughs> <laughs> they talk with an accent. They say, y'all. <laughs> Don't forget, they are being super generous and in inviting us in. So <laughs> I know, I know. I've worn out a welcome before. But I hope it don't happen this time. That's going to be fun, y'all. That'll be at the end of the month. So the, we'll, the Magic Man will get all that put together and put it up live. But guess what? That's right, y'all. Are you ready for some football? Are y'all ready for some football? Man, the playoffs have been dynamite. The last six playoff games have come down to the last play of every game, it seems. It's just, ah. Oh, Unbelievable. But, ah, goodness gracious, great games. And, I heard about games being lost, like, in the last few two minutes yes. of a game? In the last seconds of a game. Oh, my gosh. Won't kick a field goal with, and win, go to overtime and win the game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That must just be amazing. Which way are you going? Oh, uh, say, say it again. Who, what? The Bengals and the Rams. Bingo. Oh, I'm going for the Bengals. Okay. I, yeah, I think it's going to be, yeah, I can see that. I don't disagree. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to be rooting for whoever has the ball or whoever has, who's behind. <laughs> I just want to see a good game. I hate the games 55 to 9, you know. Those are the games when all the food gets eaten. And speaking of food for a Super Bowl, y'all, that's what we've got today for you. How about that? Um, bird chili. Pizza. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. But. This is a bird chili, so it's uh, chicken and turkey normally, but you're going to see a little twist. I don't use turkey. I use all chicken. That's Ooh, fun. that sounds nice. Yeah, and it's good, too. It'll warm you up on a cold day. And, y'all, it's super simple. You definitely want to hear that. And and then um, we take some fajita seasoned chicken tenders, and we turn them into spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds even a, better. Another great little uh, little snack for the Super Bowl, man. I remember a buddy of ours brought some quail he had fried up like that. Like two two tubs of it. Man, that stuff was good. Oh my but gosh. it tasted like chicken nuggets to me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, wow. But anyway, that's what we've got on tap. So y'all just hold on to your, yeah, hang on. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. But hey, Cheryl, did you hear about this guy and his daughter? They were sitting at a 
sitting there in the living room and his, his daughter asked the A-Lady to play Get Down Tonight by Casey and the Sunshine Band. And, of course, A-Lady starts playing it. And her dad grumbles, man, back in my day, you had to get on the phone, dial the number to the radio station, be on hold for 30 or 45 minutes, finally maybe get to talk to the DJ, and then wait for another hour, an hour and a half with a cassette tape in your boombox, waiting to record it whenever they played it. <laughs> and his daughter says, Dad, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've been there. I've been there, man. <laughs> Play it again, please. I didn't hit record in time. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll be back with Cooking in the Dark. Don't go anywhere. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back. Here we go now. Now, this is something that's great. Well, here we had a rule. When it goes below 45 degrees, uh, we're making spicy soup. We're making chili. We're making something that's going to warm us up because, ooh, 40 degrees in Texas. Now, look, y'all, we're made for 100 degrees. We can operate pretty good, 100, 105. We can cruise at that, but boy, 40 degrees, 50 degrees is even questionable. It's cold down here in Texas today. I don't know who it was. Cheryl opened up the doors, left that barn door open, but we're looking for them. We're going to find them. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not eight degrees like it was last time, but here we go. All right, bird chili. This is a pretty, uh, this is one of my quick recipes, I call it. You know what I mean? Um, I use a box of two alarm chili mix because this has all my spices. Everything's pre-measured. I've got it the way I like it. I've got a can of crushed tomatoes. I've got a can of Rotel tomatoes and I have 32 ounces of chicken broth and a eight ounce can of tomato paste. And we've got our fajita chicken meat. We've got already marinated fajita thighs that we're going to use in this great thing. All right. Okay. So not much to this chili. Pretty easy chili to make. The key is the meat. So if you're using pork or if you're using beef, whatever, the first step you're wanting to kind of brown it or cook it up. Now we're doing this. This is our chicken bird chili. So because we're using those thighs, mm -mm -mm. I'm going to put about two cups of water in my six-quart pot. And if it's a little over, a little under, it's cool. It's not that, that big a deal. We're going to be using this to steam and cook our chicken partially through. And it's also going to drop some, mm, some good flavor into our water bath that we're using for the chicken. It's going to start all right. So here we go. 
let me get into our chicken here. These are usually some pretty nice thighs. They're already marinated, ready to go. So all you have to do, if you're doing fajitas, just put them on the grill. Plopping and cook them. <laughs> and then cut them. Now chicken, of course, it's a little bit easier there, a little bit easier to slice up. That skirt steak, those the fajita meat. You've got to slice it kind of at an angle so it makes it tender. You slice it the wrong way, then people are going to have a heck of a time. All right, chewing that meat up. <laughs> okay, so we've got about two cups, two cups, about two pounds. We've got about two pounds of chicken here. We're just going to lay it in the pot. Laying them in. This is about one, two, three, about four thighs. thighs. Now I've also made this by using just browning some ground turkey or ground chicken or ground pork and then cooking our thighs like we were doing here. I've also added sausage, just sliced up Cajun sausage to this as well. All right, so we're going to let our meat cook. This is going to take, we've got, right now we're on high. Once I hear the water in there starting to boil, I'm going to turn them down to medium high and just let them cook and rinse my hands off here. Uh, and let them go. We're going to let them go about 20, 25 minutes. So you want them to be, when you stick a fork in them, you know, you want them to be where you can, you can kind of tell when they're done. The fork will go in a little bit easier into cooked meat than it will into raw meat but we'll talk about it on the other side hey this is cooking in the dark we're doing chili for super bowl we'll be right back now more of the show with your host dale campbell and cheryl cummings all right y'all we're back our uh, chicken has been bubbling here for about 25 or 30 minutes. If it's not cooked all the way through, it's not a problem. It will be cooked all the way through in just a little bit. All right, let me take the lid off here. Okay. Now I've got a colander over a bowl. So I'm just going to reach in with my tongs. I'm using those silicone tongs. Love them. Last piece on it. All right. So I've got a, a, a colander, just a small colander sitting. It's probably a two-quart colander sitting in a two-quart bowl, and it's just going to hold our chicken. We're just going to set that to the side here for now. Let it cool a little bit. We'll come back and monkey with it in a little bit. Just kind of move them around a little bit. Put one on top, one on the bottom. 
keep them arranged so they cool. So now we're to the point where we can start building our chili. Oh, 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 oh it won't be long now. So the first thing I'm going to toss in is our chicken broth. This is 32 ounces, four cups, and it's a uh, this is a low salt chicken broth that we're using here. This one comes in a carton too, y'all, which is kind of cool. A uh, just kind of a soft, pliable. I don't know. It used to be cardboard. Now it's a plasterboard. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a little plastic thing. It's got a little pore spout you pop off. So, I mean, if you don't use it all, it makes it very convenient to store, either freeze or uh, just put in your fridge and store for use in a little bit. In a little while. All right, Cheryl, here we go. Here's the meat and taters. So, uh, chili, man. I've made it with too much of this, not enough of that. And for, for the stuff you need, I just found the best way to be lazy and do it is to buy this two-alarm chili mix. So you get chili powder, which we're going to add right now. It comes in its own individual packet. Now, no, no braille, no identification. Uh, you might be able to kind of see color-wise if you have a little low vision what's plug, but we've got salt, pepper. We've got cumin. We've got a little oregano. We've got red pepper. And what I do right now is I'm just opening everything, popping it all in. There's also a little masa. It's supposed to be mixed in a little water and then added, but ooh, here's the dried onions. Oh, here comes the cumin. A little ground cumin. Now, it's interesting, in Cincinnati, one thing you'd be adding would be chocolate. Some grated baker's chocolate. Pretty interesting, kind of what goes in the stuff. Now, in our bird chili, you probably noticed when we were reading off the ingredients, uh, no beans. That's right. This is Texas bird chili. <laughs> Let me tell you, Texas, you don't put beans in chili. That would start a fight. Ooh, here's our red pepper. Add that in, too. All right, there's all our seasonings in. That's going to help flavor up the chili right there for sure. Stir it around a little bit here, y'all, to get the seasonings kind of meshed in. 
And then we're going to start adding our tomatoes. Now rice is great to serve with chili. We do it down here. Fritos, make a Frito pie. Put some Fritos out. Spoon your chili over the top of your Fritos. Add some cheddar cheese, some diced onions. Oh, 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 oh. Good stuff, man. I used to bowl at a place, and they had probably three-day-old chili in their pot, man. It was, it was good, though. Oh, I look forward to Tuesday nights. I was getting me a Frito pie for dinner. Definitely not the healthiest meal on the board, but probably not the most unhealthy either. Okay, so now here we go with our tomatoes. We've got a little can of tomato paste. Pop him open, doink. Tomato paste is one of those tricky ones because the can's kind of tiny. Sometimes I have a hard time getting this old can opener on it. There we go. What I did with the paste is I opened both ends of the tomato paste. So now over my pot, this tomato paste is kind of sticky, y'all. Paste. <laughs> now I'm just kind of lightly, I've taken one end off, and the other end I'm just pushing down through the can. That helps get all the tomato paste out. Now the other lid got hung up right there, which is perfect. It hung right at the bottom of the can. So there, we've got all of our paste pushed out, which makes it nice and neat. Let me rinse this can, because we recycle here at Cooking in the Dark. That's right. We can help a little bit with old Mother Earth, man. She needs it. We're kicking her butt. <laughs> oh, mercy. She fights back, though, doesn't she? Hurricane for you guys. Freeze for you. Oh, let's just... How about some rain? Would y'all like some rain or a tornado? Oh. Uh, Mother Earth, we got to take care of her, y'all. Okay. Tomato paste is in. Now we've got a can of Rotel tomatoes, which these for y'all are diced tomatoes and chilies and onions. Pretty tasty. And then some crushed tomato. Okay, one can. It's a 15-ounce can of crushed tomato. And the Rotel tomatoes, we've got the regular, the original. And uh, that's a 10 and... And a three-quarter ounce can, I believe. Soup can size. All right. Tomatoes are in. Our Rotel is in. Our spices are in. We're almost there, y'all. Just rinsing these cans out. What's left is to dice up our chicken. Now, if you're using chicken breasts... You can kind of use a fork and shred the chicken. Just kind of drag the fork across the chicken, across it, and you'll start, you'll see, 
start dragging it across there, it'll start falling apart. Get my cutting board out here to mess with our thighs. Some of it's going to depend on how done they are. Of course, I want to put a little stir action here on our pot. Now listen, stir easy. Stir easy. Slowly. And you can feel the tomato paste in the bottom. You want to make sure that's all stirred up. All broken up. We don't want a big old hunk of tomato paste down there. Yeah, it feels pretty weird in there. So I'm just kind of stirring it around. I mashed it into the side of the pot <laughs> just to help dilute it. And then the, the water and the, the chicken broth and such that's in here. Now this is where you decide too on how thick you want your chili. We do our chili where it's almost, oh, sous-ish, stew-ish. <laughs> not really a soup. Not really a real thick chili either. It's excellent for um, mm, doing a baked potato. Microwave yourself a baked potato or a potato. Open it up like a baked potato and then stuff it with this chili. Bird chili, y'all. Good for you and good stuff. Alright, so now I think I'm going to add another can of water to this. So that's going to be um, just about three cups of water, give or take. Some of that cooked off that we used at first. So we've got about, let's just call it three cups of water, four cups of water. Because this 15 ounce can, of course, is, is like two cups. So we just chunked him in there. All right, so now we're going to, let's take our, see what we can do with our thighs here. I've got the one on top. I'm just splitting him open. Yeah, they're cooked pretty well, but not all the way through, which is good. And what's kind of cool, too, is because of the liquid, see this one that was down in the bottom, ooh, he hasn't cooled off a bit. This one right here, he's still pretty angry, too. But they are tearing apart easy, which is great. So I'm going to take this thigh here. And you can feel some of the bigger pieces. I mean, well, some of the edges and stuff you can tear apart. You want like mouth-sized pieces, you know, I mean soup style, if you're having a soup, this is what you're looking for, pieces of meat like that size. You don't want them super huge, you don't want them where it's a huge mouthful, just you want it to accent the chili. The key, the third thing here is the whole pot, everything, all the stuff needs accent itself. So we're just, I'm just taking the, the chicken thigh and just tearing it apart. Remember the bowl that I had that was that we had sitting under our chicken that was in the strainer? I just dumped that out in the sink, and now I'm putting all of our chicken that I'm tearing up, shredding. I'm just using my thumbs and fingers to kind of pinch and tear it off. Whoop, that was a big piece that just fell in there. Come back. So I've got a long shred here of chicken. It's about like a quarter inch long, I mean a quarter inch wide or so, and about three inches long, and I was just using my fingers, my thumb, to just pinch that pinch that off and tear it apart. 
if you're not, your hands aren't that strong, I mean, this chicken's a little greasy, uh, it might be hard to hang on to. You can use a knife, just cut it up into pieces. In fact, that's going to be a lot quicker. I'm going to do that now. So I'm just cutting across. I've got the, the chicken thigh laying perpendicular to me on the cutting board. So I've just cut it across into pieces. Now I'm cutting this little piece into smaller hunks, cross-cutting those. And um, there we go. Put that right in the bowl there. Yeah, that worked a lot faster. So here's another chicken thigh. I'm going to open him up a little bit. Oh, there's a little piece right there I just hunked off. Chicken thighs kind of come apart like in layers. They're kind of cool once you start getting into them. You know, that chicken breast is one big old hunk of meat. <laughs> it's just a big old, I don't know, it's all connected. But you can use a fork like we were talking about before to run across it. And it actually um, kind of shreds out. It'll shred a little bit better than... I think anyway than the chicken thigh. Now if you overcook both of them, they'll shred really easily. You don't want to do that. You want to leave them kind of moist. That's one reason I think I like cooking with thighs a little bit better, a little bit more than uh, breast, just because breast meat's good meat, don't get me wrong, but it's a little harder to prepare. Plus I like the old flavor. So here's another thigh. I just sliced off some probably about cool half inch slices. Then those slices, after I cut those, I cut them into like half inch, three quarter inch chunks. So that's what we want. It's just a nice, you know, like, um, you ever seen chili meat, actual beef that's, it's ground meat, but it's a little much thicker, coarser grind. So it's really big, almost big curd style pieces. But that stuff's excellent for chip stews and, of course, chili. But you know me, y'all. Gout. No. <laughs> no red meat for this boy. No, sir. What really makes this meat delicious, too, is it's been marinating in fajita seasoning. So it's going to have some great flavor. Great taste. I'm just kind of feeling through these pieces of this last thigh here. And uh, seeing what we've got. That's what I'm doing. I'm just kind of feeling through. Okay, that one's a little big. Let me chop him down a little bit. Chop him down. I'm using my little paring knife. Little three-inch blade. Super sharp, man. Keep your knives sharp, y'all. Keep them sharp. Get a better chance of not getting cut with a sharp knife than getting cut with a dull knife. Does that make sense? All right. Put this in here. Oh, we got a nice little... All right. One. Last little piece here. Just chopping him up. All right, so we're about ready to commence with the fun, y'all. We're going to take our chicken. And put it right into here with our chili. Now, if you want to add about a quarter cup of rice, 
That'll add about a cup of cooked rice to this. Or you can cook up some rice afterwards. Like I said, put it in the bowl, serve it over, serve the rice over the top of it. Grated cheese, sour cream, chives, all kinds of good things to go with chili are. Crackers, oyster crackers, tortilla strips, tortilla chips, Fritos, like I said before. Oh, the best part is this chili will take away what makes you cold. I guarantee it. Put our meat in. We're just stir it up a little bit, stir the chili around, mix it all up nice and neat. Put the lid on the pot. We've got it on simmer. We're just going to let it simmer, man. Let it cook and simmer for about 45 to 50 minutes. You're going to hear it start boiling, maybe. If you hear that, turn the heat down a little bit or crack the lid or uh, just turn it off. This Caflon pot I'm using, man, it keeps stuff hot, hot, hot. So even after a while, it'll, it'll, um, keep it warm long after the heat is off but again medium about medium low is where you want it low to medium low might start off medium low and then as it goes let it go down but you want to let it man the longer you let it sit and simmer the more the flavors are and i tell you what if you can make this the day before and let it sit overnight and then just warm it up put it on the stove and warm it up i usually toss in about a half a cup of water at first and then um you know start warming it back up because when it sits in the fridge, it's going to dry out a little bit. I don't know if a half a cup of water disappears. But anyway, half a cup of water means half a cup more chili <laughs> to me. <laughs> anyway, y'all, like we said, serve it. Just throw it in a bowl and get after it. Put it over some rice. Put it over some Fritos. Eat it with crackers, chips, sour cream, cheese, whatever you do with your chili. It's here, ready to go, man. Oh, it's going to be good, going to be good. All right. We'll be right back, cooking in the dark. Don't go anywhere. All right, so to make these, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take a, a Ziploc bag here. I'm putting about a cup, a heaping cup of flour in it. Let me set it here to the side. I've got another Ziploc bag. Move the flour out of the way, but I'm going to leave it here just in case we need it. These are gallon Ziplocs I need to add. I'm sorry, I didn't mention that before. And to this one, I'm going to dump in... some garlic breadcrumbs. It's probably about a cup and a half what we've got left here. Now these are um, I think they're garlic and herb. That's what the seasoning on these is. Now to our bag of flour, you'll see the method to my madness here in a minute. To the bag of flour, I'm going to add about a half to, well, probably about a teaspoon of salt. 
And this is going to help. This is going to be kind of make a seasoned flour, if you will. Now, in the past, I've experimented with adding extra garlic to the to the breadcrumbs. Parmesan cheese works out really well too. Okay, so I'm just shaking up the bag with the flour, so the flour and salt will get dispersed. Here's our bag with our breadcrumbs in it, okay? Now, here's the cool part. Let's grab Whoops, I guess before we do that, we need to do one more thing. We need to get a little egg and milk wash. So we're going to cut, slice. We can either make like uh, chicken strips or tenders, however you want to call them. Or we can uh, also try just nuggets, pieces. Pieces are good too. So I'm adding a half a cup of milk and one egg, one large egg. So man, y'all, I'm looking at prices every time we go grocery shopping. I'm thinking, golly, when's this going to be over? Who's going to help us out, man? You know, all these funds, all this stuff going to other people, nothing for us. What's happening? We need a raise, too. A dozen eggs. Good gosh. All right. Broken egg in there. Got a fork here. Let me... I'm going to switch it around a little bit there. Excelente. All right. So, remember those fajita chicken tenders? Those fajita chicken thighs that we had earlier? That we made that chili out of. Mm. Here's some right here. So now I'm not using my para knife, y'all. I'm using my chef's knife. This raw chicken sometimes can be kind of hard to cut, but what I've done is I've taken this one chicken thigh and I've turned him sideways and I'm just slicing through him, making, cutting about a half inch wide slice, maybe an inch wide. And then from there, I can either take these as they are and leave them as these little strips. I think that's where we're going to go. We're going to make them as strips. Okay. Let me put them right here. Put them in this little bowl. I've got a couple bowls working here. I've got one with the egg mixture in it. Let me pull this other tender out. Ooh, that's a big dude there. Cut this end off. And as, you're, as they're kind of laying there, you can kind of almost envision, okay, if I do this this long, okay. You want to try to make them kind of uniform in, in thickness. Not necessarily the thickness you're cutting. But if you lay a breast out, or lay, I'm sorry, if you lay a chicken thigh out, it'll flatten, it'll flatten out. You know, especially these boneless, skinless ones that we're using here. That are already fajita seasoned. You know where these are going. 
little breading on them in the air fryer. Uh-huh. And if we want, we can mix up a little Frank's hot sauce. We can just mix up a little dip, a little ranch dip, blue cheese, barbecue sauce. It's all good, man. It's all good. Okay, so we've got our chicken sliced down. Let me get a working plate here. Working plate's what I call where I put the food way to cook. <laughs> After we go through the process. We're going to heat up our uh, air fryer to 400 degrees. That's our bag of breadcrumbs. Here's our flour. So I don't need the cutting board. Moving the cutting board out of the way, y'all. Gonna move our plate in here. And uh, here we go. So our flour, I'm just taking probably four, three or four of these pieces of chicken right here that we just sliced up, dropping them in the bag of flour, zip it shut, and shake it up. Okay. Reach in, hopefully with one dry hand, pull them out. I'm going to put them on this working plate. Kind of shake them off as you're picking them up. Okay. Now, take our other five or six pieces here, put them in there. Same thing. Shake it up so we coat it up flour. Alright, so now this time, do the same thing. We're going to lift them out. Kind of shake them out as we lift them out. Put them on the working plate here. Back on the working plate. Okay, we're done with our flour bag. See where our air fryer is. We need 400 degrees. Actually, we're going to fry at 390, but we're going to heat it up to 400. See where we're at real quick here. We're about 275, so we're getting there. Okay, so now, next step is to get our bag of breadcrumbs here, Cheryl. We're going to take our chicken, two or three pieces of it at a time, put them in the wash, and from the wash we're going into the bag. Let me do another piece. Wash into the bag. Shake it up. Okay. Now I'm continually using my left hand 
to go in to take our chicken out. It's kind of shaking it off and I'm stacking it over here on the right side of our working plate. Okay. And I'm using my left hand, like when I went into the egg wash and such, using my right hand for all of that, for all the wet stuff. And that keeps my left hand kind of dry for some of the other taking it out. That way it doesn't stick to you all over the place. It's sticking a little bit, but not like it would if you had wet hands and you put them in flour. All right, shake it up, baby. We're just shaking the coat of our chicken here. We'll do the same thing we just did. Shake them out a little bit as we take them out. Okay. So we've got our chicken right there on our shaking plate. Wash my hands off real fast, y'all. Okay. Dry them here. And here we go. Let's check our temperature here. Oh, we're there. All right. So I'm just going to take my chicken pieces and drop them into the air fryer. Kind of spread them out, lay them out where I can. It's okay if they're on top of each other a little bit. They got to get along. All right, there we go. Turn the heat down to about 390. Set timer, six minutes. All right, y'all, there we go. Cooking in the dark. Hang on to your hats, man. I think we might have the time machine out to where we can jump forward. Keep your hands and feet in until this ride has come to a complete stop. All right, y'all. Everybody's here. I hope so, man. That was a quick six minutes, right? So we're going to pull our chicken out and just kind of flip it around a little bit in here. See how we're doing. Oh, cooking up pretty good here. I'm using just a wooden spoon. I'm just kind of flipping the chicken over, just rearranging it a little bit. So it'll have, um, it'll cook evenly. Oh, yeah, those are plumping up nice. These are going to end up being almost like beignets. Oh, have to charge people more for them now because they're beignets, Cheryl. <laughs> All right, everybody, you know the routine. Let's set a timer for six minutes. All right, everybody, keep your hands and feet inside. We'll be right back. Hit that time machine. Okay, y'all, everybody here. <laughs> the time machine, man. Only on cooking in the dark. It'll get you there. <laughs> but you may be hungrier when you get there. I don't know. Get the talking cooking thermometer out here. We've got about a minute left or so, less than that. Let me get one of these dudes out here. And here's a big thick one. Let's see what we've got. Okay. 
161, that tells me we've got a few more minutes, not many. So we'll just set that up. What we're looking for is 165 plus, preferably in the 170 range somewhere. So we'll just give them a few more minutes here. Set timer three minutes. And they'll be good to go. All right, y'all, hang on. Here we go again. We're going to leap ahead four minutes. All right. Woohoo! 174 for our tenders. So we're good. We ended up cooking about eight minutes there, y'all. So, uh, man, that old rule I've still been using seven, eight minutes, seven, eight minutes, seven, eight minutes. What I mean is I go seven, eight minutes cooking, then I swoosh them around a little bit, you know, rearrange them so they'll cook evenly. Go another seven or eight minutes, rearrange them. And then this last time was just about eight minutes again. So that's about where we need to be. There we go, our chicken. Now, what are we going to do? I think I'm just going to use some barbecue sauce. Now, if you want to make hot wing dip, you can do that with equal parts of butter and hot sauce. You know, half a stick of butter, melt it, and add our half a cup. I'm sorry, a half a stick of butter is a quarter cup. So a quarter cup of butter and a quarter cup hot sauce. Or if you want to heat it up a little bit, do a quarter cup and a half cup of hot sauce. Or you can do a half a cup of butter and a half a cup of hot sauce, you know what I mean? Depending on how you want to make them. Um, use a little more hot sauce to make it a little hotter, a little less butter. But again, that half stick of butter, melt it, and that'll make an excellent hot sauce. Then you do the same thing if you want to coat them like we did. Put it in a Ziploc bag, dump that hot sauce mixture, the butter and the hot sauce in a Ziploc bag. Drop your wings in, shake them up, and pull them out and lay them out on a piece of paper, on a piece of paper towel, on a paper plate. Let them, you know, that would be good too. Or just let people dip in it. That would be even good too. Or add some cream cheese to a small crock pot and then dump your hot sauce mixture in with the cream cheese and let them use that. Oh, we're going crazy. It's the Super Bowl, y'all. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Hey, hey, Cooking in the Dark's over, girl. We're cooking. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so what you want? Chili. You want uh, a Frito pie, a little chili over chips, maybe some cheddar cheese, mm, some diced up onions will be good, or just a bowl of chili, or, or you want the spicy chicken tenders. Yes. Maybe with a little barbecue sauce, honey mustard, ranch. I'm saying yes to all of them. Okay. Well, we got barbecue sauce, so you got a winner <laughs> there. <laughs> and here's I'm, your spoon. Put a bib on her and she'll be I am. I am ready for everything. I love this. Yeah. So. Super Bowl's fun, y'all. Super Bowl's time. I mean, heck, I've even taken two or three bags of just uh, pork rinds to a Super Bowl. Cut them open cut the bags open and sprinkled them with Frank's hot sauce. Oh and they my were gosh. delicious, man. Whoa. Gobbled up, gobbled up. Good, good, good. Good stuff, man. Super Bowl is a good time to snack and eat. All right, y'all. We are 
fixing to be gone for the magic man. And Cheryl, this is the dude with the food. Super Bowl bound. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. AMF. Go Bengals. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.